Okay, let's get after it. Let's go. Let's let's do what we do. Midas, push that record, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier. And as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, it happened. You called it out. James Harden got into a defensive stance. We got to celebrate. He did it. He's a new man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm still shocked. I, 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 I don't know what to say. Uh, only thing I can say is, you know, having a mentor, having a, a, a coach, it matters. And having a, an excellent coach matters. And I'm happy that we are able to talk about what we just saw on the court. That's what I'm happy. We're finally about. back to basketball. And you know what? I'm giving – I'm giving – I can't believe this. I mean, now I'm, I, I'm, I'm with Midas. I feel I'm in the Midas camp here as a 76ers <laughs> fan. I mean, I, I, have, to t- I have to say yeah. this. Tate, I really like what I saw. Mm-hmm. This is Joel Embiid's team. James Harden, okay. The identity hasn't changed for the Sixers. No, and it's not going to change. That's what I'm impressed about. Mm -hmm. James Harden is having to figure out how to play with the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, he's getting in where he fits in. Maxi is still doing what he's doing. He's been amazing. You know, know, I watched Joel Embiid now go to the free throw line 27 times. And I thought to myself, okay, this is after two games. What's going to happen once they get training camp, start to learn, like, how each other play, learn their, you know, their games? And I was like, and Doc Rivers hasn't had a chance to implement his system. He has to keep the game incredibly simple right now because, you know, you got to have counters and stuff like that. And I was thinking, this is pretty good. And this is just like you said. This is the base. This is this the is start. The, the, yeah, and, this and, isn't and the even thing anything. I like real about yet. James Harden is on the defensive end. I think he had like four or five steals. Five steals in his last game. Okay, yep. he's in only a three turnovers. Stance. He's in a defensive stance. Yep. And one of the things I really love that he's doing is he's passing the ball ahead. Okay. And he's not dribbling yeah, before yeah, he pass. He's it, making the the pass it, like right know, on time. The, the, the Globetrotter act is is gone. <laughs> and I'm watching him, and I'm going. This is the James Harden that if you're going to have an opportunity to play and go deep, this is how he needs to play. Yep. And it's great. And, it's, it, and, it's, and I'm going to tell you this, guys, it's beautiful to watch. Now, this year, Joel Embiid is playing the game at the highest level. Just make no doubt about it. This, this MVP race is like I can't recall when I've had this many candidates into the MVP race, and it's changing by the minute. It, yeah, it, feel, by it the, feels like by the game almost. It, it, it changes by the quarter. Okay. Last night, I, I, I got to digress a little bit. Ja Morant has put his name now at the near the top now. You know, I, I've changed his name from must-see TV to just stay tuned because I got to stay tuned <laughs> to the TV every time he's on because right now, last night, that was the all-star game. I didn't need to go to Cleveland to see the All-Star game. I just needed to go to Memphis. Give me some dry ribs. No disrespect <laughs> to you and the ribs you got down there in North Carolina. <laughs> but I need to go give me some dry ribs down there on Bill Street and just watch John Morant. Because last night, 52 points. I had to postpone dinner. I said, honey, I can't eat because I got to stay tuned to the television. I might miss something. 
He was that spectacular last night. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Okay, now back to Joel Embiid. Now, Joel Embiid is without question playing near or the best player in the league on both sides of the basketball. And that's, that, that, that's, that stands a lot because Giannis is, to me, clearly the most consistent player on both ends of, of, of the basketball. But Joel, especially on the offensive end, he is without question the best player right now. But you know what I said? James Harden is the best second player in the NBA right now. There's no other, there's no other guy. Better than is, Chris Middleton. Better than Kyrie. Yeah. There's no other player. Who, if you're saying, who's the second best guy on a team than James Harden? Mm-hmm. James Harden right now is the best at what he does. There isn't another option in the NBA. If you said as the second option that's better than James Harden, he's the best second option in the entire NBA because it's clear to me that Doc Rivers has made it clear this is Joel's team. We're going to play through Joel, and the rest of you guys have to figure out how to play around him. I will hold him accountable to passing the ball when you guys are open. But without question, he's the best player. And the second option is James Harden. And I don't see another better second option than him, especially on the offensive end. I, 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 I got to fall in line with my guy Midas. We got to go to Philly, get us some cheesesteaks. We got to go to the game. Yeah. And we got to say what we're seeing here. I love what I'm seeing in Philly. I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked if Philly came out of the Eastern Conference, and I can't believe I'm saying that because I didn't know how this was going to turn out. But you see when someone's playing. When they buy in, when when someone someone is fitting in. in. Now, how long this is going to last, we can talk about that. People keep but, talking about honeymoon periods and everything. No, say what no. you want to say, but if he plays the way he's been playing so far, and this it is what we know: if James Harden plays, maybe we can get closer than two games out of first place. <laughs> How about that? If he doesn't play, the worst thing that can happen is we'll be two games out of first place. Yeah. That's how I feel about this situation. We're a top three seed with or without him. With and, or without and, him. And the guy that we, the main guy we traded for him wasn't even wasn't playing play anyway. Him. So <laughs> I am all in on this. I think this is a win for Philly. I think because of the dominance of Joel Embiid, I can say this. They will win because of Joel. They will lose because of Joel. But right now, they are in position to be able to win a game now if Joel doesn't play well. That's mm-hmm. the difference. James Harden, if Joel doesn't play well, they still have a chance. I couldn't say that before. Yeah, 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 exactly. He was the, the one and only. Everything started and stopped. But now, mm-hmm. will they win the championship because of Joel? Absolutely. Will they lose if he doesn't play well? Absolutely. But they are able to escape if he doesn't play well. And that's like, if important. they're in that Atlanta series from last year, James, James Harden, Harden, he can save them. He can win a game. Mm-hmm. See, that's the difference. James Harden can win a game. Now, we can criticize him to say, well, he can't win a series or he can't. That, that may be true. But he can win a game or two. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could win a game or two. Now. I mean, he did that in 2012 when he was a six. James man. Harden can win three games in a series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know, we can all sit here and pretend for those of us who have won and those of us who hasn't, right? We could all say we know what it's like. Let me tell you something. The hardest game you'll ever play is the closeout game. And, and role players don't win the closeout game, <laughs> okay? You need big-time talent. You need big-time talent. And even if you have a good game in a closeout game, it's because the other team said, that's the way we're willing to lose. There was yeah. a reason B.J. Armstrong was open, because they were guarding Michael Jordan. Don't sit here. Don't <laughs> let me start saying, Tate, oh, I scored 15 in game five or game six. No, it was a reason I was open, because the team said, you know what? We just can't let this guy beat us. Okay, and you need great talent to win a closeout game because there there are no mistakes in game six or game seven of a series. Everyone knows what's going to happen. Everyone knows all the plays. And now you choose the lesser of two evils. Great job by Doc, though. I got to give Doc and the Philly. I got to give him give him credit. Doc should be up for coach of the year. I think we you know, you said that, you know, three, three weeks ago that he should be in the conversation for coach of the year just for the job that he's been able to do with this team prior to James Harden. Now you introduce this whole another whole another wrinkle where he's got to get this guy who is this supreme talent and then try to fit him in and get him to buy in. And we've seen what two games and they were on the road and we can already see that it looks like it checks out. And James Harden, as Midas reminded me earlier, he hasn't even played in Philadelphia yet, BJ. He hasn't even gotten the love of the philadelphia fans right yeah, he bought in prior to that yeah, yeah. prior he, to that he hasn't scrimmage let me tell you something you know <laughs> I, I i've been i've been traded and one of the hardest things to do is go to a team and get traded halfway during the season because that team has a style of play they have a system of play and then you have to integrate that and when you have a system and a style of play especially when the system isn't built around your talent you have to simplify the game now for the rest of the NBA, I'm going to say this. If the Philadelphia 76ers win the championship this year, do you know how much confidence they're going to have going into next year? <laughs> yes. They won't be – you won't be able to – you better beat them now because they, they're playing and they're playing and they've simplified the game that it's so simple right now. All they can really do is run screen roll, get defensive stops, play in transition – because because now there's not enough time to implement the system to have counters and secondary looks and all of those things that you're going to need because they're going to need that going into the playoffs. If they are able to win under these conditions, Tate, they're they're almost going to be unbeatable next year. Now, I'm which is why right which is why we saw the anxiety on Giannis's face before the All Star break when they lost to them pre Harden because he he I'm knew. Telling you, James yeah. Harden now is the best second option in the entire NBA. We all say who's the best player. Okay, that's great. You need you need someone else that can help you when things Especially when you talk about star power. You know what I mean? Like guys that can actually do it. I mean, if you look at the Miami Heat, it's Jimmy Butler's the one guy. Number two is Bam. Okay. Harden's a bigger star than- and more reliable than Bam. Harden you know? arguably may be the best player on that team. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm just saying it if they win this year, it's because they just have superior talent. And a really good coach. Because Doc can only do so much. Why? Because 
They can't, they can't practice. They're adding players. They added Willie Cauley-Stein. They added, look like DeAndre Jordan. Jordan They're just yeah. adding people. Millsap hasn't played all year. <laughs> They're just adding people now because they need able bodies. If they win, it's because they just have superior talent. And those two guys played at a supreme level. If you allow them to practice, if you allow them to practice, and you know what's, you know what's been the, the best about all the interviews? is This is the first time I've heard James Harden say, man, hey, I could be in better shape. I was celebrating because I was like, someone has said, hey, man, if we're going to do what we got to do, you got to be at your very best. Yes, yeah, no one foot in, one foot out. Foot out. Are Dive you in? The pool. Yeah. He was like, I could be in better shape. Wow. You see, after the first game, he, they were working out after the game, him and James Harden. Because or him and Joel Embiid. This, this is what – this is – these are the things I – I just want to see people reach their true potential. James, you have a chance to win an NBA championship. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And if you, if you come up short, we can all live with that. But what I can't live with is watching you, and you're not even in shape. You, you're not even in shape because you're too good. You're too – how could you not like James Harden? Say what you want to say about him. He likes to play, though. <laughs> yes. You know and what he, I mean? And, and he's a, a like – like, if you watch you, James, he's a very on. funny, likable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say what you want, okay? <laughs> Dribble, shoot, whatever. Okay, whatever, okay? Maybe – Maybe he's an acquired taste as you're watching him play. Maybe. Yeah. But you can't deny he's not an incredible player. I don't care what era you put him in. And you can't say this. The guy likes to play. He likes to play. James is a competitor. And what I like now is that he's competing with a purpose now. Yeah. That's the difference. In these two games... I'm seeing him do things I've never seen him do. I saw him get in a defensive stance, and someone set a, a someone tried to set a screen, and he tried to step over. I was like, "Who's that guy? Number one?" <laughs> I was like, "Who is that guy?" Oh, that's James Harden. He's fighting over a screen. What? Like, yeah, he's fighting over a screen. He's throwing the ball ahead. He's making sure no I mean, dribbles. I mean, that that's James, the most shocking part. You know what? He's integrated his way. And the fact that he understands, okay, he understands that he's playing with other players. This is like, this is basketball. This is what I want to see. I don't want to see all these guys coming in and demanding trades. And I can I get it. I get the business. But come on. Like, James Harden, you're too good. Like, you're too good because James Harden has an opportunity to do what every player wants. He can actually affect the game. Yeah. James Harden can play the game with absolute freedom. That's every player's dream. Mm. That's every player's dream. Good for him. Good for Philly. Knock on wood, they can stay healthy because it's going to be interesting, Tate. I'm really, really excited about the play-in, the playoffs, and who's going to be the last team standing because I think it's going to be very fascinating because we have more teams now that all feel they have a chance than I can recall. In both it, conferences. In both conferences. I was going to say, it's not even just it, the Eastern it, Conference, it, which it, usually in is more both open. both conferences. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that all comes from, there's no clear cut, especially this year, 
who's the most dominant player. Yeah. You have a group you have of a trio. guys of players who are playing exceptionally well. You got Giannis, mm-hmm. you got Joel, you, you got, got Jokic. Jokic. You you know, then you, you got DeRozan, DeMar- DeRozan ja. you got Ja Morant. At the beginning of the season, you had Steph Curry. Before he got hurt, it was Kevin Durant. Yep. You, you know what I mean? You have Luka's in there now. I mean Luka Doncic, right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You have a lot of different players who are up, and it's going to be fascinating. You know, can't forget about Chris Paul. You know, yep. Chris Paul was playing well. So, you know, I'm fascinated to see now, and I just want to see who's going to come separate themselves from this group. And these last 20 games, Tate, to me, is going to be a fascinating. And, and, and I want to say this as we're – I know we're talking – but what John Morant did last night kind of put the league on notice. Because he said, okay, it's, it's, it's for real now. It's game Yeah, time. he said, it's really on. I, I know that I had a little injury and everybody was talking about, like, is he, you know, is he injury prone? This guy scored 46, and then he follows that up with 52. <laughs> he said, don't worry about me. I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Tate, I've given him the name. Stay tuned. I am locked into the NBA. Mm. I'm tuned in. Because no one can say who's definitive, the MVP. No one can say who's the best team right now. No one can say, you know, who they want to play. There's no advantages right now. Yeah. There's a lot of basketball to be played, Tate. And you got to stay, stay tuned. John Morant, that's what he told me last night with the 52 piece. Mm-hmm. I got to watch. So, Tate, you know what? I'm not trying to cut this short, but I got to get ready for the nice game. <laughs> you got to get locked in. I mean, I think you did make a great point about just how many teams believe that they can win. And if you really look at it, I mean, usually you go into the NBA season, maybe there's at most three teams mm-hmm. that really could have a chance. Legit chances. Legit, legit legit chances. Legit. Like Everybody can talk themselves into it. We're talking about like legit teams that are like right. our goal. It would be a failure if we don't win the title this year. There's probably yeah. like at most three teams. Like when the Warriors in that, in that five years – yeah, there was a few teams, but everybody was like, "Yeah, the Warriors are probably going to win it." You know what exactly. I mean? It was it was exactly. kind of everybody knew that. Yeah, the Raptors or like the Cat, right. you know, these other teams could come in, but they really weren't going to be that. But if you look at it now, I mean, if you look in the East, the top six seeds, I think they all internally could convince themselves they could win a title with Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls, Bulls the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Boston Celtics. All six of those teams, I think internally, if we really were to push them, they would say, we think we got a good shot. We, th- we think we have a shot this year to actually do it. And you can't argue. And you can't argue it. So, and, and, and then that's not even mentioned in Brooklyn. So let, let's, that's six teams without Brooklyn in the, on the eastern side. And then if we go to the Western Conference, you got the Suns. Obviously, they went to the finals last year. The Warriors, who we know who they are. The Grizzlies, John Morant just let us know. The Utah it. Jazz, which we've always been kind of you know 50-50 on, but they're playing better yeah, basketball. So. Dallas with Luka Doncic there at the five seed. And Nikola Jokic at the six seed. And to be quite frank, if Denver gets those guys back, like they've talked about, if Porter comes back and Jamal Murray comes back, I mean, obviously not a lot of time to play with each other. Right. But they're fascinating. So you got really 12, maybe 13 teams that think they can win the title. Is it, and that's awesome. You know what? You know, yeah. And it's only 30 teams in the league, we, BJ. Yeah, can we stop a little bit with Denver? I just want to say this for 10 mm-hmm. seconds or so. You know, you know, I know we don't see a lot of Denver. But this guy Jokic, what he's doing, Ooh. what he's doing, minus Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to be playing this well, as good as we think, as good as we know he is, 
I think Tate, even I got to say this, he's better. Tate, he's better. And you know what, Tate? We're not giving him credit. You know where he's really improved is on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Tate, I, 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 I just, I've been watching him. Because, you know, I'm really fascinated who's going to ascend out of this group. Whenever Joel plays well, you can put it in pen. Jokic is going to play very well the next game and vice versa. Those two remind me of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. They are watching each other's box scores, and I love it for the bigs. Mm -hmm. They're like, if Joel plays well, whenever they play next, Jokic is going to be like, Where's Jokic at? Oh, he's getting his rest, coach. He's our, he's in the he's in the training room getting his and vice versa. Okay? You can tell that those two are they're locked in. And they're Joel pushing. is is jealous that or not whatever you want to call it, but like he wanted to win it last year. Sure. You could tell those two. <laughs> but this guy Jokic is better than we think. Yes. And he is we already know he's incredible. He's been the MVP in this league. But he's even better. And I'm telling you what, I'm excited to see if those guys come back because they're just hanging around. And you oh, know what yeah. happens when you, when you hang around in the NBA. You might just steal a game or two. Mm-hmm. And, Dallas, Dallas and Denver are both. They're, they're at the five, six spots. They're 13 games back. But I don't think anybody wants to see either can one we give of those Coach teams. Kid, can we give him a shout-out, Coach Kidd? The can defense give, for Dallas has been great. Uh, Coach Kidd. You know, the thing I love about, we talk about players which improve, you know, like Tyler Hero. You're looking at him, you know, yeah. Miles Bridges. You're looking, you're saying, oh, man, improve. Mm-hmm. Last year, Julius Randle was the darling. He is really improved. Yep. Well, let me tell you something. Coach Kidd, from when he first came in this league as a coach till now, he's really has improved. And I thought he was going to be a good coach. You know, Jason Kidd is one of my favorite players that I ever played against. He's and one I, of my I, favorite he, players I ever watched. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he. Talk about a feel for the game. He's one of the all-time greats at his position. Yep. Okay, and I and I happen to play against a few of them, right? Stockton, Magic, Isaiah Thomas. Well, I hold Jason Kidd right up there with Gary Payton and all the rest of the greats. He was that good. And the reason I hold him up there is because he was one of the very few players that could play the game and didn't have to score to dominate the game. That's a skill in and of itself. Very few players can actually do that. But to watch him now coach, now, and you could see how this team is beginning to develop under his guidance and leadership. Mm. You could see it. They're playing. They had a really nice win. Take it's under the radar because there's so much for us to get to, but they really did a nice job to get a win against the Golden State Warriors the other it, day. Yeah, in San Francisco, and, and they were down big. And when you start seeing a young team play well on the road then you know you got something. And by the way, that Spencer Dinwiddie trade. That was a good move. That might have been a good move. Better than anticipated. You know why I like it? Because they have Luka, obviously, and his usage is you know up there, maybe the most in the NBA. But when he comes out of the game, I mean, Brunson was the one that would take over. But when they have Dinwiddie and Brunson, they have two ball handlers and they replace Luka. It, it's a nice I like, I like it it's a nice and, one-two and, and punch what's the other kid they got that can shoot uh what's the kid they Bertans. got? I, I I like what they're doing and I like how Luca is playing now I really like what Luca's doing and you know what when I see Luca I got to say this to him you 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 on your highlights now you're, you're dunking 
No, he's in shape too. He, he's you, another you, one that he, looked like he took onus on that. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like he's beginning to dunk on mm-hmm. his drives now to the basket. He's sneaking people now because no one knew he could dunk. I didn't even know he could dunk. <laughs> so, Did you see the other night? He said he said I play defense now too. He got a steal, and then he, he looked back and said I play defense now himself. too. I love it. I love it when guys begin to take responsibility. To me, this is like this is a great thing when you see mm-hmm. guys come in. And you look at guys like Luca, and you go, you know what? I, I thought the guy, he's going to be an MVP in this league someday. Yes. When he comes into shape like he is right now, they will win 55 to 60 games because of that. They will win a championship because of the connection with the team personnel. You need a, you need a team to do that. But if he could come into camp in shape instead of playing himself into shape, then you're talking about seeing the best version of Luka Doncic. That's what I yeah. want to see. Mm-hmm. But to watch him now, and he's on all his highlights when he's driving, you know, he'd do the step through and he's real crafty <laughs> and he's clever and he lay it up. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. dunking it now. And you're going, mm-hmm. he's feeling good. The body's feeling good. He's playing a little defense and they're having fun. So, you know what? Shout out to Coach Kidd. I just wanted to say that because, you know, he deserves credit. He's really turning it's, – it's hard to get guys to play defense because that's, that's effort. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's energy. You know what I mean? The, the fun and the exciting thing to do is to get the touches and get the shots. But he has those guys playing well, playing hard, unselfish. And, uh, you know, give, give the front office credit too because the Spencer Dinwiddie thing, it looked good the other day. It, he, was, it, he, he, he was out there cooking. And they made a great point when I saw, like, the little press conference. They came out and, you know, made comments on why they made the move. And they just said, we're just trying to find guys that make Luka better. You know what I mean? And it wasn't Absolute. anything against Porzingis. But Absolute. they wanted to make Luka better. And you these two what? guys do that. Tate, that's a great point. You know, it's great by you to, to catch on to that. That's what it's all about. When you have a great player, you have to do everything you can to complement that great player. That's what... Why else you have a great player if you're like just trying to <laughs> do a, build a traditional team? Whatever that great player needs to be the best version of himself or herself, you know, whatever you, whatever team, you do that. Great move, and um, that was a great that was a great win for them. And you know, they're another team I'm sure feeling pretty good about themselves right now. And they're playing the Lakers tonight in LA, and the Lakers were just dealing with booze the other night. And I would not be surprised if the Mavericks run the Lakers out of the building tonight, just because of their energy on defense. And uh, we might see more booze, BJ, in, in Crypto.com yeah, Arena. You know, you know, Tate. That's it's it's part of the game. And um, you know, I would love to tell you I've never been booed, but it's not true. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not true okay yeah i think every, and, I, you, I think it's good for you to get booed every and, you know, every once in a while you, you know tate and <laughs> i just want to say this to the to the to the laker players you know i've never had an opportunity until i retired to be a fan i've never had an opportunity and it's so hard for me to be a fan because i can't ever enjoy the game because i'm always looking at strategy play calls, substitutions, matchups. But as a fan, and the longer I'm away from the game, the better I feel I'm, I, I get at becoming a fan when I go to the game, right? You know, yeah, I feel yeah. comfortable now of making sure that I, I get at the game at a certain time so I can get my pretzel and I can get my popcorn. <laughs> and 
And I understand why people boo. As a player, I couldn't really understand it. I never said anything. I always acted like it didn't bother me. But let me tell you something, Tate. I could never hear the cheers. I could never hear BJ, you know, whatever. Go Chicago Bulls. I couldn't hear that. But let me tell you something that I could hear. When you get booed at home, for whatever reason, it's loud and it's clear. There's no hiding. There's no hiding from that. I can always hear, like, if you booed me on the road, it was funny. I I took it as a a sign of respect. You suck, Armstrong. You suck. You stink. (laughs) Go back home. You know, that was funny. But when you get booed by your own people. But when you get booed by your home team, you know, and I'm going to tell you, and I owe this to Phil Jackson. (laughs) I mean, we, we play awful. I mean, it was like it was like watching the Lakers. You know, I, I want to come on here and say, oh, the Lakers stink. They had 20-something turnovers. Well, Tate, I, I've been booed. Okay, I've been booed. Okay, Tate, believe it or not, <laughs> you know, I played with some good players. They were in the same uniform as me that night. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, they, it wasn't like the Chicago fan base singled out one player. They booed every single player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys were together in that. We're, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was one of the few times we were a team. You know, back then we had one championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how you guys came Normally together. Normally they're like, oh man, Jordan had 35, but the rest of you guys stink, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is one time they were like, the Bulls stink. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Phil Jackson came in. He was like, you guys deserve to get booed. Let's bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was a young player. I was like, that's it? I was like, you know, like everybody's got their head down. And he was like, you guys deserve to get booed tonight. And But as you said, all you want in those moments is the truth, you know? Phil Jackson just hit you with the truth. And and it like hurt. It wasn't like, man, you know, you were bad, but you were okay. You know what? I wanted like, okay, hey, guys, you couldn't make shots tonight. It was the group project, but you wanted to make sure you got your your grade. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you, you guys deserve to get booed tonight. Let's bring it up. What time is practice tomorrow, guys? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and, and it, it sat with me, Tate. I remember that, you know? And as I was watching the Lakers, it sat with me. It was like, yeah, you may not understand why they're booing, but now I understand. I, underst- I got my first lesson because I was booed before. And no one wants to play bad. That's the thing that sucks more than anything. It hurts me when I, to say this now, even at my age now. Tate, I've never went out there and wanted to play bad. It's not like I'm going out to go down tonight, man. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna yeah. Tonight, tonight, I just, I'm just not gonna do it tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna do it because I want these guys to boo me. Like, it, it, no, that was not my intention, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's what hurts. It's because that's the last thing you want. And then it's kind of like they're just rubbing it in. You know you're playing bad. Yeah, that's yeah. You already thing. know. Tate, 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 <laughs> you know you're playing bad. Your yeah. teammates know you're playing bad. Yeah. And then the fans are like, boo. It's you the know? third strike, really. Like you said, yeah, it's, it's yourself, kinda, your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your internal clock is like, man, if I don't make this next shot, man, I'm probably going to take myself out of the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, and then the fans, you, but you hear it. It stinks. And I felt bad for them because I've been there. Yeah. But the, the only thing you can do, and the thing I want to say to the Lakers – you know, players is like, hey, man, those fans are the same guys 
who would be cheering if you were winning. Yeah, absolutely. And it stinks to to. to they're fr- they're just as frustrated as you are. They're, you're on the yeah, same side. You exactly. Know what I mean? They're just they're just airing out their grievances. <laughs> and and it's important <laughs> to have like, you know, I just hope that you know Phil Jackson can come in the locker room. There's just nothing to say other than. They deserve to boo you tonight. That's what Jeannie should get uh, get Phil Jackson to do. Come come show up to the New Lakers, and yeah, he walks like, in. He's like, "Y'all deserve to get booed." booed. And, and he was like, "Okay, what time is practice tomorrow?" And he said it, and it, and it hurt. That one hurt too. It hurt. It was like I was just getting these like like little jabs all night. For finally, you know, I was like, "I got to pick myself off, man," because you know what, this NBA is just gonna break me down. Like yeah. it wasn't like you know, it, it just it's, it stinks, you know. So. Don't be chit-chattering with the fans. Those guys want to cheer for you. Trust me. They did not want to come to the arena and And they they certainly didn't come to the arena to argue with you. They're they're, a fan. Let's face it. I mean, at the beginning of the season, many of us thought you guys were going to win the championship. Yeah. Well, right now. Or or not only thought, you guys told us you were going to. Yeah, and now we're in a different place. So, you know, it's just play. Just give it your best. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a, if, if there's anything I can say honestly that I learned about sports, yeah, look, everybody wants to win. We know that. But if you do your best, that's all, you know, that, that's all people want. They want to and see pe- you do your best because they're expecting notice, more. And people notice when you're giving your best. You know what I mean? Give your like, best. It, you know, it, you give it always your best. shows. Yeah. And, and, and certainly, certainly I can say this because I've been booed, and I'm telling you, Tate, it's it's the worst. It really is because you hear it. You hear it at home. Yeah. I could say this. I expect I don't expect the Lakers to win every game, but I expect a better effort. And that's all we can ask. Yeah. And I think the Lakers in their own reflection will say the same thing. And let's hope that they can give a better effort because they're all better than that effort that I saw. It wasn't the loss that bothered me. It really was like they were doing some things, Tate. Like there were a couple passes. I was like, "Oh yeah, it was just like, oh, you're mailing it in right now." This, yeah, it was like is- what? Like, it was a couple passes. I don't want to. I'm not trying to single anybody out. <laughs> a loss is a loss, right? You know. But there were a couple of passes that were like they were oh, like mind blowing. Yeah, like, oh, it was like my. oh, it, it, it was like oh my, like it, yeah, <laughs> it was like if you watch like a pickup game, you're like oh oh oh, oh yeah, oh, can't yeah, do that, yeah, can't yeah, do that. Yeah. All right, let's get off the Lakers. I got to leave the Lakers. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, the final thing I wanted to bring up today, uh, Allen Iverson, AI, uh, you know, obviously one of the greats. He put up a picture last night of his MVP trophy. He put the 12 Moran jersey over it. Um, there was another moment that came out today of Giannis at the 75 anniversary going up to AI and said, I started playing basketball because of you. You're the reason I started playing the game. You've told yeah. me the story the first time that you realized that you might need to get out of the NBA was when Allen Iverson blew by you uh, in a game. So I just wanted to, like, you know, in, in the moment of John Moran, obviously he's amazing. It does seem like a lot of things are coming back to AI, so I just wanted to give him a little shout-out, a little spotlight, because it yeah, is cool to see those guys giving him it, It's always, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny, you know, and I, and I think I learned this because I've been scouting and having to evaluate players. You know, I probably would be, I probably would be just like everyone else. Man, when I played, the game was better. I probably would be like that. But because I've worked in the front office and, and I had to watch the game and look at the game differently and learning how to evaluate players, learning how to advance scout and do all those things, I see the game different. And different from the standpoint is that it's forcing me to see 
the game today as it's being taught, not about I'm just stuck in an era. And the game is continuing to evolve. You know, the thing that was interesting about Allen Iverson was Allen Iverson is probably looking at John Morant going, that's probably what I would have been if I would have played the point guard position. And it was funny that that Allen Iverson tweeted that that's great, out. That's a great point because I, 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 Allen never even says that. I mean, no, he didn't no, even get to no, play I, point I, guard. No, seriously. <laughs> look, look, I played against this guy. And when I saw him for the first time, there was something, there was two things that were like, I've never seen before in the NBA. One, I hadn't seen a guy this fast. Like, I've seen some fast guys, but I hadn't seen a guy this fast. And I never seen a guy that didn't have to slow down to change directions. Mm. <laughs> Tate, Allen Iverson would be going one way, and you know how most of us have to slow down to change directions. Al, if you watch Allen Iverson... He's just running, and he just changes direction in one step. He doesn't slow down. Now. That goes re- back to the football. I don't know life, where yeah. it goes. I've never seen it. Man just running <laughs> one way and then just change directions. Now, I've never seen anyone that fast be able to change directions without slowing down. I remember, Tate, asking him. Because they called him Bubba. I, I, I kept asking. I think it was Eric Snow. And I knew Eric Snow from, from Michigan. I, you know, he went to Michigan State, and I knew him. I said, man, who's Bubba? He said, oh, that's Bubba Chuck. I was like, oh, that's what you're talking about, Bubba, you know? And then it, I was like, oh, yeah, I heard that with playing football, whatever. And yeah. I remember we were sitting there. When I say sitting, we were on, on the court, you know? It was like a free throw or something. And I just asked him. I was like, how come you don't play the point guard position? And he didn't give me an answer. He was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was happy he didn't play the part of the because I didn't have to guard the guy. I was like, I was happy to guard Eric Snow. But, but I kept thinking to myself, this guy is averaging around 30 points a game against two guards. And he's, look, I'm being generous. He's, he's a little, bit, he's a little yeah. bit taller than, our, than, than Lindsey. Yeah. He, he's maybe six feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. He averaged 30 points a game in this league for a number of years against 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", players. Playing against the guys, like, he wanted to be Michael Jordan. He was playing against guys that were guarding wings. And all I kept thinking in my my eyes was, if he's doing this against those guys, he would demolish the point guards. I mean, it's like it's literally the you know pick on somebody your own size. I mean, he he was he was, he he was 160 pounds soaking yep. wet, and he was doing this against six 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 seven going in there against Shaq and all these other guys, seven footers, and and, and in the time where MVP they would call the carrying and they yeah. would call traveling and they would call you know I mean palming the ball. I mean uh, he he had all the rules that were going against him too. And he was doing this, and he was MVP of the league. And all I yeah. kept thinking was, what if he played the point guard position? Yep. As I was Tate, as I was watching the game last night, because I'm getting a lot of calls from executives, ladies and gentlemen, asking me to compare from executives. Hey, does John Morant remind you of Derrick Rose? 
Now, I've been getting this question, and I've been very hesitant to answer that question. Last night, my good friend who was on NBA TV, he's going to be on uh, TNT tonight, Jamal Crawford, called me and asked me the same question. And we had a lengthy discussion about <laughs> that. And, and I would love for him to speak, you know, let it, what he needs to say about it. But I'm going to say this. As I'm watching John Morant, the first thing that came to me is, oh, that's Allen Iverson at the point guard position. Tate, it's unfair. Tate, it's unfair because he can play vertical basketball where most of us can't. Yeah. He's, he changes directions, Tate, like Allen Iverson. He just runs and stops and goes. I mean, poor little Portal. Like, I want to give Portal a hug. When we see Portal next time he's in L.A., you and I are just going to give this guy a hug because that guy had no chance with him, with John Morant coming to him. And, and luckily, Primo, the youngest player in the NBA, he got out of the way too. He was smart enough to see that. He said, I'm getting out of the way to this. <laughs> because that's what, Alan, that's what Allen Iverson looked like. Allen mm-hmm. Iverson, Portal, Portal and I have something in common. Except I was, he was going by me at half court. He just caught Portal at, by the basket. Yeah. He didn't even have time to really jump and react. I mean, John Morant was already in the air. Listen. I was watching the game, and I didn't think he was going to dunk it. <laughs> I know Portal didn't think the guy was going to dunk it. I was watching it. I was like, oh, what is he going to do? And before I knew it, <laughs> I, was getting, I was getting ice on my calf because I strained my calf. I, I had jumped up so fast. I Tate, when he dunked that, I didn't know what to do because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen a guard cover that much ground and elevate like that. He no, is he Allen fly. Iverson. Yeah, he's Allen Iverson at the point guard position. And I'm sure. And four inches taller. I mean, he's 6'3", 6'2", 6'3". And six, I'm three. sure Allen Iverson is thinking somewhere in the back of his mind. I got to the NBA Finals once as a two guard. Can you imagine the impact that he could have had had he just mimicked the point guard position? Because he could do it. He could do it. He could, he could mimic – Allen Iverson knew how to play. Now, they talk about crossing over. He knew how to play. He just fell in love with scoring the basketball. But he really knew how to play. He knew how to manage a game. He knew how to facilitate a game. But he had this amazing gift to score. Mm. And watching John Morant – is like that's Allen Iverson if he would have done the point guard position. Yeah. And, and, and AI probably will never say it, but I'm sure he, you could tell he feels some kind of way about John Morant. Because John Morant, he's AI. That's who he is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he probably validates a lot of things in AI's yeah. mind. You know what I mean? He's like, this is exactly. Jama, yes. When you watch AI, AI was the first player that I've seen can run full speed and change directions and not slow down. And he had a Hall of Fame career. When I tell you he was a problem, he, <laughs> I didn't ask no questions because I knew he had all the answers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, T? Um 
That was good. It's, it's, you know, Ja is, like I told you, I'm just staying tuned now. Wherever they're playing, he's the first guy to get, to get the notification on the phone. I put a notification on my phone yeah. last night. It's I, t- got, it's, I, I got to watch him. It's time for John Moran to get his own shoe deal or his own signature shoe also. Because, like, uh, if there were th- – you know this what? man's a star. This man's you know a star. What? You know what? You know what it's time for now, Tate? You know, we're, we're continuing to, to, to imitate what we did 30 years ago. You think it's time to change up the formula? Yeah. Tate, if we're going to evolve, let's evolve. Yeah, let's stop if, all trying to be Michael Jordan. Okay. What he – I lived in the era, Tate, and I want to say this, and I want to say this with respect. We didn't even know he was Michael Jordan. <laughs> it, Let it, alone it, – Tate, exactly. I didn't hear anyone telling me he was Michael Jordan back then. Now, we can say that now. And that's probably what drove him to the level of greatness is because he always felt the need to prove himself. I think it's time now for us to say that era, Michael Jordan is the modern day hero in which all others will be evaluated against. That's a fact. Okay. Here we are 30 years later still talking about Michael Jordan. <laughs> Here we are 30 years later, you're still wearing Air Jordans. Okay? It's time to move the game forward. I think it's time for John Morant and this generation to take ownership of this league. That's what I want to see now. I want to mm. see John Morant take the mantle of saying, I'm ready to carry that responsibility like the predecessors before him like what Bill Russell did like what Dr. J did like what Magic Johnson put did. your own stamp on it I, I'm, I'm ready for this generation because you know what we've been watching here there was Shaq there was Kobe there was Tim Duncan and all these guys now it's LeBron ladies and gentlemen LeBron is in year 19 yeah, it's it's get over it. There's okay. someone has to take over the mantle. It is time yeah. now for one of these young players, Giannis, Joel, Jokic, Doncic, Jokic, John Morant, Zion, to grab this thing and let's move it into the digital age. Tate, it's time now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we've we've been, we've been. We, we've, we've been holding on to this Jordan thing <laughs> long enough. Jordan is Jordan, and no one can take that away. He is perhaps the greatest player. He may be the greatest player to ever play, right? They still may be debating this 100 years, 200 years from now. But let me tell you something. It's time for someone in this generation, 25 and under, to live in the moment and say, I'm going to grab a hold of this responsibility now. And it's time to stop being young, and it's time to step up now and, and understand the business that you decided and you walked into. Mm. And I'm ready for one of these young players to do that. Because, Tate, I want to know how to properly manage social media as a superstar athlete. When I say properly, because Michael Jordan showed us how to be 
the best version of himself on the court and be the best version of himself as a businessman off the court in that era. Mm-hmm. In the TV, radio, LeBron James yeah. is not a young guy on Twitter. He's a 37-year-old man mm-hmm. on Twitter with kids 17, 18 years old, years old himself. Yep. I'm ready for one of these young guys now. That grew up in it. That grew up in this to show us. The right way. The path. In this digital age. Mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. I mean, be a pioneer. It's ready now. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the league is ready. I'm excited for Ja is because I'm seeing something. I'm going, oh, oh, we love new, right? Well, here yep. it is. This opportunity is waiting, and now the league is searching and looking who's going to step up and do it. It's time for us now because we have a lot of good young players, but Tate, who's the best one? Who understands the business? Who's willing to shoulder that? But more importantly, who's going to take that? Mm. Tate, you, no one's going to give it to you. You got to go take it. You got to want it. You got to see it. You got to understand it. And I'm ready for one of these guys, John Morant, Giannis, doesn't yeah. matter, to do that so that we can go to the next chapter. And it might be a collective of all these guys we're talking about. You know what I mean? It can only be one. It can only mm-hmm. be one, Tate. Tate. Can't well, have, then, you can't have then, two I, then, I, then I'll tell you who the one is, Who's number 34. Okay, maybe. It may be. But, Tate, you got to do it. Yeah. And I don't care who it is, but I'm ready for someone to do it. I'm ready now. I'm ready now to go to the next generation so that, Tate, I can be old and, and say, <laughs> you know what, the game is in good hands, and yeah. we turned it over to someone who was prepared for that moment. Yep. And Agreed. right now, Tate, I'm not ready to do that yet because I haven't seen anyone step up to that plate yet. I feel that. Well, there you have it. This has been Pushing Through. We'll be back later in the week. BJ, anything else before we get out of here? Tate, winning water, my friend. We got to make ways. We will see you on Thursday.